I'd like to uh, begin the, the message this morning going back to February. Uh, I put some notes in my, uh, in my iPhone just ready in preparation for Vision Sunday and these are the things that I'd written down. It's, it's kind of prophetic looking back now and uh, this is what I'd written down. We have crossed over into a new year and into a new decade and I believe more and more each passing day that it's a new era for the church to now head boldly into uncharted waters, to cross over into new frontiers and to rise and rise in the face of every opposition that may come, to move again in the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit and see a great harvest of souls flood into eternity. Wow, what an incredible statement to be putting down at that time because just a month later, just four weeks later, we were found ourselves under a tree on the town green out in the open air because all the churches were locked down, the doors were shut, we weren't able to meet and gather like we've been doing for, for decades, for decades and decades. And so we all were immediately, I guess, launched into a new era, a new season, uncharted waters, um, crossing over into a new frontier of how do we be the church? How do we do church? Not doing it the way we've done in the past. And uh, the world as we knew it, has changed. It changed and it's changed. And you know, some nations today have been devastated, devastated by the growing loss of tens of thousands of lives and others like Australia have been spared such huge numbers of deaths. But we here in Australia now face the economic and social consequences um, that have come to us from these last few months. And uh, it's, it's something incredible we're going to have to face. You know, some things will now begin to open up and some will seemingly return to what might be near normal. But we, the church, are certainly well into uncharted waters as we look forward into the future. You know, the early church faced very turbulent times as well. And they were, there, you know, and back in those days, there was no five-step plans or roadmap to building a great church or how to share your faith or, you know, proven methods to success. None of that was around in those days. In fact, everything the early church did was uncharted. Everything was a new frontier because they were new and had never been done before. They were innovating and creating and developing ways to bring the new life of Jesus Christ to a spiritually dying world. And they were incredibly passionate about it but everything was new everything was uncharted you know who would have ever imagined the far-reaching global generational impact of Paul's letters and particularly four of those letters that were written when he was in prison and here we are thousands of years later still impacting the world through those letters that Paul wrote when he was in prison. Wow, that's an innovative strategy. And uh, God used it and he's still using it. And you know, the Holy Spirit was leading the early leaders of the church and no matter what opposition they would face, they faced it with boldness because the Holy Spirit gave them boldness. And, and like an eagle rises in the wind, as it faces the wind, they just adjust their wings. They can rise and rise to new heights. You know, in the decades to come, history records that the gospel spread like wildfire across the earth and so God did something amazing in those days and he's doing something amazing in our days it doesn't feel like it for us that are used to the old way of things but God's doing something new and it's exciting I'm excited you know 
Um, on the day of Pentecost, the believers that gathered there, they were pretty discouraged because things weren't happening, but they were filled with the Holy Spirit on that one day and with, they were also filled with boldness and something happened and 3,000 souls came into the kingdom of God. And you know, we need the boldness of God today to walk with Jesus in the days ahead. And I encourage you to seek him and invite him to come and fill you with his presence, fill you with the Holy Spirit, fill you with boldness. No longer be shy about your faith, but just be confident about the goodness of God and the love of God and how he can bless others through his beautiful grace. You know, I remember uh, when I was younger and it's still around, I guess, the, the old TV series called Get Smart. Does anyone remember that? Yes, anyone old enough, young enough to remember it? The old TV series Get Smart and there was Max and 99 and they were spies. You know, Max was this goofy, klutzy spy and he, uh, he was faced with you know, incomprehensible odds for these assignments that his boss, the chief, the chief would uh, bring him in and give him the assignment and he'd say to him, you'll be living in constant danger every moment. And Max would look, in, look at him with a smile, a little smirk in his, in his smile and he would say, and loving it and loving it and bold fearless optimism with a smile can go a long way even if you're a klutzy goofy spy he still seemed to get the job done and complete the assignments and i want to encourage you that uh, bold fearless optimism is something that god's going to use in your life and in mine as well so good old max thanks for teaching us that lesson you know, another person that had a great smile was my dad. And uh, dad was a part of this church from the very beginning. And uh, there's a photo of him, I'll just put it up for you, that uh, him just in the foyer of our old church uh, years ago, a number of years back in our old building. And there he is with his smile. And, uh, you know, dad was known for his smile. And you know, even when things weren't, weren't good and people were struggling with things, he would always encourage people that God can bring you through. It's going to be fine. God's got it. God's good. God's love. He's going to bring it through. And uh, for Jesus to make a way, even when we can't see a way, he knew that God would be able to make a way for us. And that smile was a great testimony of the love and beautiful uh, heart of God towards us. You know, sometimes we need to just do what we've been singing in the song earlier, and that is to tell our heart and tell our soul to take courage and to stay steadfast and to hold on to our hope as we see his triumph unfold. It says in the, in the lyrics there, to see his triumph unfold. You know, God's going to triumph over the enemy. There's going to be incredible victories, and we're going to watch it unfold in our lifetime as things begin to progress, as the power of the Spirit of God begins to work through the newly reformed church that he's creating right before our eyes. It's very exciting days. Very, very exciting days. God's got all the detail worked out. Someone say amen to that. God's got all the, all the detail worked out. Amen. All right. Our key verse for 2020 comes from 2 Corinthians 4 uh, verse 15 through 17 and it says in verse 15, every detail works to your advantage and to God's glory. More and more grace, more and more people, more and more praise. We're not giving up. It says, how could we, even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart, on the inside where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. God's making new life and his grace is unfolding every day, not every now and then, every day. You know, in the midst of uncharted waters, God's grace is unfolding before our eyes. 
Lord, help us to lift up our eyes and see that you are at work in the midst of these times, reforming and reshaping your church for great days ahead. Jesus name. Now behind me is a poster I've had. This is my, my office wall here. Behind me is a poster I've had on that wall for a number of years and uh, my daughter created it and it says there, the future is bright. It's a statement of faith. Do you dare to believe it? The future is bright. The future is bright for the church of Jesus Christ. In fact, I believe we're going to rise and rise through these times. And I don't know how it's all going to happen. I don't know the details, but he knows the details and he's working them out. And we're going to see the great rise of the church of Jesus Christ right through this season as we come out the other side. You know, um, the theme that we've got here more and more for 2020, it's a great theme. And if I was God, though, I, I wouldn't have... Um, thought about multiplying the increase of the kingdom of God by factoring in a global pandemic. I just wouldn't have gone down that track, but I'm not God. And uh, yet I do know this about God, that he is by nature good. And he is not only loving, but he is love. And that I'm super confident today that he has our best interests in mind. And he says there in verse 15 that he has designed every detail to work to our advantage and to God's glory. To God's glory. And so global pandemic, social isolation and economic downturn, not my strategies for more and more. But if God is good and God is love, then let me ask you, will you put your faith in him? Do you trust him in your circumstances? And will you trust him now in this uncharted season of change? Trust. To trust requires the dethroning of pride, the relinquishing of control and the surrendering of our heart to someone greater than ourselves. That's the quality of humility. And we come before God like that. We surrender. We dethrone pride. We relinquish control and we hand it over to Jesus. When we trust a loving God, a good loving God that has our best interests at heart, we begin to see God marvelously at work in our midst, bringing much needed reformation to his church across the earth. We're just in the beginning of it right now, and we're not sure how that's going to look, but God's at work and it's going to be exciting. And he has a plan and he has a plan for more and more and more and more and more, more grace, more people coming into the kingdom of God and more praise because he gets the glory. And uh, I'm excited about that. You know, I could talk a lot more about the more theme this morning, but I think for today, we just need to be confident that we can take courage in him, ask him to give us boldness, that we can go forward into our day-to-day -day lives and into the things that he's got prepared for us with incredible uh, confidence that he is with us, that he hasn't left us behind. He hasn't uh, left things blank with no, no agenda. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose. It's all happening. Exciting days are coming. And uh, for people builders in the, in the weeks ahead, we'll let you know how that's going to look as we uh, look to him for the details of the days that are yet prepared for our church in this city and in this nation. And he's going to do good things. You know, this morning, if you're listening and you think, well, I, I don't know how to walk with this Jesus you're talking about, then you can. It takes a really simple uh, moment of surrender to him and inviting Christ to become your Lord and Savior. 
and uh, we simply just turn from going our own way and we turn to following him. We leave behind our plans and our ideas and we put aside our pride and all of that and we humble ourselves before God and he just comes into our, into our life, into our spirit and renews us and makes all things new. He gives us a fresh start. I'm going to pray a prayer right now. If you'd like to pray with me, then just repeat this prayer after me and the Lord Jesus can become your Lord and Saviour and he can lead you through his word, through prayer, through fellowship with people that are listening today. And it's going to be a great future for every one of us. Let's pray together. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. I come to you this morning. I turn from going my own way. I ask you to forgive me of my sin. I put my trust and faith in you. I receive you today as my Lord and as my Saviour. Fill me with your Spirit. Strengthen me with courage that I might follow you all the days of my life. Amen. So good to have you tune in today. If you want to be uh, more connected with PB, then uh, have a look on the uh, website, pbchurch.org.au and uh, make connection there. Give us a phone call, uh, send us an email, connect through one of our groups and we'll be so pleased to get to meet you for the first time. And for those of us that are part of People Builders, I encourage you this week, get into one of the Zoom groups, be a part of it. And uh, we can connect a little more now. So why don't you invite some people over and uh, have a bit of fellowship, encourage one another in prayer and in the word and in, in prayers and fellowship and all of that will be so good. God bless you. Take care. See you next Sunday. Bye-bye.